Hello. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ready to talk about furries today? Oh boy. Everybody buckle up. Uh, get your AC going. If it's hot, get the heat going if it's Wh cold. Where is it? I guess maybe Australia's. In yeah, there's a whole right other hemisphere that yeah. does opposite, <laughs> yeah. opposite weather than we are. Great, John. Now they've narrowed it down. <laughs> like we haven't talked about <laughs> where we are. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to America's. <laughs> America's got furries. Yeah. Um. I'm Julie. I'm John. Um. And this is a podcast called "Why Do People Like Anime?" It is where two the two of us, two ding dongs, have been watching anime for years. For years, this uh, initially started as we we were we've never watched anime. We barely watched anime. Barely, yeah. And now, now I, I we're really getting close to like two years of watching it almost weekly. How? I and we haven't even. We haven't even scratched the surface. I haven't even really scratched the surface. Are we are we like a otaku yet? Mm, I don't know what that means. So I, I guess not. I think like a super fan. Super fan. I feel like I, I honestly feel like the same way I feel about uh, New Yorker. It's just something that I don't feel. Like why do I gotta qualify it? Yeah. I in general I don't like qualifiers. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever call my. I don't think I can ever call myself a New Yorker because I wasn't wasn't born wasn't here. Wasn't born here. Although this this is the longest I've ever lived anywhere, so yeah. somebody had, that's not really like familiar with having like a hometown energy, um, somehow that makes makes it more important to me. People really like In my life story. People from other places really like calling themselves New Yorkers, though. Yeah, maybe. Like if you're from like some shit town and you move to New York, hey, hey, if, if you're from some Ay. shitty. Uh, suburb yeah well why not i mean if if you identify with it sure if you catch the vibe sure i'm not hating i'm just i'm just squinting a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah not hating just uh yeah so the, the the fake small talk i was gonna make would be uh do you think that <laughs> so like hypothetically you're you're the organizer for a furry convention yeah uh, I'm I'm sure it's happened at least once that a performance offer has come across the Baja men's desk <laughs> to perform at a furry convention. I wonder if they play that song. Cause I, so I've never been to a furry convention. Let's get that out of the way. Neither have I. But um, I've only I've only sort of like dibble dabbled in some online media surrounding furries, and and now this. Which is, I will say, furry adjacent. Like, I don't want to just this out, being, outright come uh, Beastars. Beastars. We watched Beastars this week. Um, and, yes, while this is, like, not really an anime about furries, it, it's kind of an anime about furries. Uh, furries it's kind of like, appreciate it. It's kind of like a little wink to the furries. If Maybe, like, if there was a Venn diagram of anime fans and furries, this... This is for this, this would probably this is be a circle for, for the crossover. You I, know, I don't think <laughs> uh, I am assuming if you're a furry and you like anime, this is like you're gonna watch this or have already watched this. You'll be interested. Yeah, and if you're not a furry, I do think that there are some things about the show that are like likable without you being a furry. It, it would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be so <laughs> funny if uh, someone. If if someone like threw this on for their kid without like seeing what it is, you know what's so funny? I was looking. There you go, Jimmy. Uh, I was gotta gotta go to the shed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not. I wouldn't put this on for a child. No, no, <laughs> no. It's a, it's a little violent. It's a little violent. It's a little, little sexual. Sexual. Um, what's worse is par for parents: the sex content or the violence content? Uh, for parent, I would say. It's kind of a toss-up. Depends on who, what kind of parent you are, I guess. I think you know. I think it's usually the sex content that like kind of. I would. I kind of lean towards the violence is usually pretty hard to. Because mm. I feel like sometimes if you see sexual stuff as a kid, I mean, I'm literally just like guessing here, but, but like you probably don't even know what it is. You know what I mean? But still, not good either way. You know. You know what I'm saying? I, I mostly say that because I've I've seen on on a couple occasions 
This is a very uh, weird test, but uh, at GameStop, when a parent is is buying like a game for their uh, child, person at the register being like, "Oh, ma'am, I, I have to, you know, I have to alert you that this game is rated M for mature." It's, mm. you know, it's there's game, there's a lot of, there's a lot of violence in this game, and it might not be, you know, totally appropriate for a kid. And you know, I've I've seen the mom say, "Oh, well, you know, he plays the Call of Duty games. It is what it is." And then <laughs> the, I think I think. You know, if the store associate is uh, feeling maybe vindictive towards the kid or they just want to shake things up or something, they're like, well, there's actually also, you know, sexual content in the game also. Oh. And that's like and a, that's like, nope. Nope. You're not getting Grand Theft Auto. They they yoink it right out of that that's, their their greedy little hands. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. Because nobody wants to explain sex to their kids, whereas like... Especially if, like, from, like, a video game. You know, don't don't hit other people. Don't hurt other people. That's pretty easy to explain, you know? Yeah. Like, you can, you can really nail that. Whereas, like, I, I know some people who have, like, never gotten the sex talk from their parents, you know? Uh, but it's funny that you bring up, like... Uh, the Baja men? No, like, like kids watching this is because, like, I kept seeing this being compared to Zootopia online. Oh, really? And I was like, uh. what? <laughs> Well, I guess mm. well, it's about animals, and it's but it's not really about animals. It's about, it's about animals, but it's, it's, it's about, about more classism than just it. and you know. Is it classism? Uh, no. Is okay. We'll get into it. We'll get into okay. it. Okay. Because I, I, I think the argument that like for why the show is good having some sort of like moral message, um, I don't know. I think we'll that, get into it. That, we'll get into I feel it. like yeah. Okay. Uh, what did you think? Um, generally what's the vibe today <laughs> i'm pretty sleepy today no no i mean oh, about, about the show, show? <laughs> I, thought you're, I thought you're just asking about me personally how are you um i'm pretty fucking sleep like i, I don't you know woke why up early i woke up early and last night i just like couldn't fall asleep all right now how did you feel about the show about the show uh <laughs> i really didn't like it you did not <laughs> i did not like it i, I tell. there were a couple <laughs> uh i I would almost go so far as to say I, I like hated it. <laughs> Maybe not that far. I think like there were there were a couple bright spots in the show. Yes. Um specifically some a couple of characters having like monologues. Um here's my here's my like cynical take and something that maybe kind of bothers me about you know, maybe not only the show but uh anime as a whole or whatever. It seems like so, if I were to describe this show, it would be something along the lines of, um, you know, like a, a Euphoria or like a Skins, but like as an anime, i.e. you have high school age uh, characters sort of dealing with sexuality and, right. um, you know, violence and the realities of life or whatever. And so, it's like the show is like, you know, I'll, I'll give the show credit. Um, and you know, I'm sure by the end of this, I, I might like talk myself into liking it or whatever. <laughs> um, I'll give the show credit. There's still time. Yeah. I'll give the show credit and say that like, you know, I think it tackles a lot of themes that are typically not present in anime, especially as it re- relates to, well, maybe specifically as it relates to, uh, a narrative mostly housed in like a school, okay. i.e., you know, having casual sex with somebody, being in a relationship, uh, intimacy, you know that kind of thing. Like we don't really, you know, I don't. I can't really recall any other anime we've seen where like a a, a, a female character in it uh, has like agency over their sexuality and, and that kind of thing. Right. Um. You know. Right. So there's that. Uh. I feel like I f- I I feel like the use of anthropomorphic animals as like the you know, in lieu of humanoid, in lieu of humans, humanoids. Yeah, human I guess, robots. I mean, they are humanoids. <laughs> uh, in lieu of humans, seems to be some sort of. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe there's some like uh, fear of using human teenagers in anime to sort of speak about sexual relationships and sort of like like things kind of based in reality, and so using the animals is like kind of a. Uh, a way to sort of get out of it in some way and, and, and access some of those feelings and thoughts and themes. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. 
I hated it I, because I, I feel like it did all the themes really childishly. Sorry, childishly. go ahead. Childishly. So I, I'm... Or simply. I have a lot of thoughts about what you just said, but um, I think... I think I'm... Well, here's what I learned about myself. I think I'm... I'm a furry. I'm really uncomfortable with the whole anthropomorphic thing. Like, it's really hard for me to get past. Like... Yeah. There's a scene early in the show where Haru, the girl, but like white dwarf rabbit, uh, like takes off her clothes and it's like she's basically got like a human body, but like fur and it's it is very like uh, sexy furry, like fingernails, but like human hands, human feet, boobs. <laughs> yeah. And then like big bunny face. And I think it, it, it almost like creeped into uh, like the uncanny valley for me. Like the disgust in the uncanny valley. Like that sort of like revulsion reaction. Just just like uh, in a way like I, I couldn't get into the story the way that I wanted to because I think the story was interesting. But back to back uncanny valley <sighs> uh, anime. What did we watch before? Final uh, Spirits Within. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Different, like totally. That wasn't last week, though. Was it? What did we watch last week? Uh, um, it was a movie. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, Weathering with You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, no. With the folks, I'm toast this week. Sorry. Oh, God, I'm just I'm gonna have a hard time talking about it too because like I don't want to offend anybody. Also, the show is beautifully done, and uh, you know, like I I I just for me, and it's not like I. I, I it's just was really hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, L- little disclaimer here. It, uh, it triggered something like that. I was like, you know, like my body reacted. Wasn't it was specifically the animation style and how kind of close it is to human characters really bothered you? No, I don't, I don't think either of us have any problem with uh, furries. Uh, hey, community wise, do do whatever you want. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. as long as you're not hurting anybody, do whatever you want. And uh, but watching this, like I did find myself like interested in like the dynamics and the story. But then like uh, anytime, anytime there was like really, it didn't even have to be like the sexual stuff because like obviously there's sex in the show and like the characters that gets naked and like all of this, but um, even just like seeing a hand with fingernails, I would, I, I, I had like a like weird, like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So I learned that about myself. Toes. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, and f- let's just get into it. The thing that bothered me or like, I didn't see it working as like a metaphor was like the idea that this is like West Side Story or something, where it's like if if animals can can deal with their basic instincts to not kill each other and live peacefully and cohabitate, shouldn't we humans? Shouldn't get along? we humans be able to do the same? And it's like, well, it's not it's not the same it's not the same metaphor. It's an, it's an oversimplified version of a. Something that has a lot of layers and complexities to it. So the whole point of the show is, let's get a little recap. There's, uh, it's set in a school, like a high school type environment with our main character, who is a gray wolf named Lagoshi. And Bella Lagos, no, just <laughs> How cool would it be if his name was Bella Lagosi? <laughs> little tip of the cap to the... Tip of the cap to the, to the, the parents. Icon. Uh, in the audience, <laughs> and um, they the school is a kind of mixed school of herbivores and carnivores, and the carnivores are uh, eat one type of meal, and the herbivores eat a different type of meal, and there have been attacks happening like in this city where carnivores have been devouring herbivores and that is sort of the thread of like the society. Yeah. Based in reality, carnivores eat animals. <laughs> so how does a carnivore go to school? How does a wolf go to school with an alpaca? 
or a sheep or yeah. a white dwarf bunny rabbit. <laughs> How could they possibly have a relationship? How indeed. How indeed. So, I don't know. I don't want to... There's Lagoshi, there's Haru the bunny, and... Um, the deer? The deer. Uh, fucking Joshy or... <laughs> Josh? <laughs> Josh or we're, we're gonna call him Josh. Jojo uh You Georgie. know what I didn't like? The show's called B Stars and they bring up like, oh, he wants to be the B Star. Never ever, brought up again. They never really explain it. Like what or is maybe that? they do, but it's like such a fucking It's so brief and it's just kind of like I, I, I get I got the vibe that it was like class president, but Something. It seemed like it could, It was also like, Louis. like president. Louis. Yeah, Louis. I was right. close. Jo- <laughs> Joshy. Louis. Louis. I said Joshy. And then there's Louis, who is sort of this powerful herbivore type that is really in the running to be the beast star, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, well respected and well loved by the community at the school. Right, and yeah, it, he's he's like the he's like the two faced. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's like I'm good, I'm kind, but class president who's evil behind the back. It's like, don't you ever disrespect me in front of my yeah, yeah in front of my friends again. Whoa, the herbivore is worse than the carnivore. Yeah, and so Lagoshi's pretty much characterized by constantly fighting his impulses, uh, being really self deprecating. Kind of being kind, but overly so because he's this big wolf kind of domineering presence. And he's constantly kind of like apologizing or accommodating for his carnivoreness. Yeah. And the show starts with this attack on this, like, al- I think it was an alpaca. Yeah. Gets devoured at the school. And really bummed me out. Yeah, it's kind I'm, of like oh, I'm an alpaca head. Yeah, and um, we learned that Lagoshi had uh, attacked this rabbit uh, impulsively because he's got this like, you know, he's got his instinct. You he's know, he's a wolf. He's got his wolf instincts that he's got to keep, you know, suppressed all the time. Wolves eat rabbits. And wolves eat I'm, rabbits. I'm assuming. Yeah, they, of course But they he's do. also like in love with her. So their kind of through plot is, do I just want to devour you or do I want to have sex with you? Sounds or do like I a, love you? It's like, <laughs> it's like a Fall Out Boy song. <laughs> do I want to devour P-Wen's you? P-Wen's voice. The song's about loving a girl so much you just want to f- kill her. Kill her. <laughs> yeah. So he's just he's having intense feelings and he's a teenager, right? So there's the But the intense feelings are and they're different. That's the thing. So like they're different. Two different worlds. How could they possibly be together? You're an herbivore and I'm a carnivore. Also, I'm fucking Louie. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you brought it up briefly, but Haru's whole characterization is revealed that so she's this like cute little very small rabbit character that uses sex to sort of regain her feeling of control yeah it's a it's a scenario in which she is in control of um yeah how how she's perceived how she's perceived you know in in a uh the animal scenario she's the victim or the uh the one who's the prey. the prey that's good yeah exactly <laughs> whereas during sex uh that's the thing it's like it, it 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 uh it conflates like a lot of animal sort of metaphor with humanism mm. in that kind of way and so it's it's sort of like this you know and I, i'm sure some people enjoy it and and like it and everything but it's just like i i don't know like it uh I, and yeah i guess it's a metaphor for being a woman also in some way in a really reductive kind of I I'm making a face, but like I'm I don't know. I'm I'm Maybe it's not reductive. Maybe I mean as women a, live in more danger than Yes. Men. Yeah. <laughs> and she she like 
she kind of like borders line. I, I was like, oh, I get it. She's like a bunny rabbit, and bunnies are like known for just like having having lots sex. sex. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So that's just like part of her characterization as like the animal, but <laughs> then also like if you. That's the problem is, like, I kept having to kind of, like, imagine them taking the fursuit off and, like, what the character actually was, like, underneath the, like, rabbit or, like... The the furry aspect was very distracting for you. I thought it was distracting. I I would agree. I And, um, I think it would have been not the same show, obviously, because, like, the whole point is that they're animals. The whole point is that they're... The, the whole society is built off of herbivores and carnivores and the food chain, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, if you eliminate that, then that's, like, a huge part of the show. But, like, also there were things that I wanted to get into as a viewer, and I couldn't because I was struggling with, like, the them being animals. Um, yeah, I am... Um... I don't know if like um maybe that's a me thing though. <laughs> no, but I mean it's uh that's your reaction to watching it. I don't know yeah. if I have as strong a reaction to anthropomorphized characters. I don't think it was ever anything I like seeked out, sook out, seeked it, sank I wasn't, out. I was like revolted. It's just like I just. There was like a film on top of everything, and I'm, I'm I'm struggling because like the show is why people like anime, right? And I want to know why people, because I read I read online, people love the show. It is really like well praised <laughs> as being like exactly what you said, and the, the manga as well. Everyone loves it. It's uh, <laughs> I can't I can't do a Trump voice right now. I do feel like <laughs> it, it's like if you like anime, you probably would like this. Yeah. But then the whole thing is like I I typically haven't liked the anime in the past and and had judged it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like and I I think I might have touched on this in, in the past and so maybe it's not it's not a totally fair kind of mechanism that happens, but I feel like when I wa- when I see that a th- uh, an anime maybe specifically is attempting to be a humanist story or something kind of along something kind of along the lines of uh you know like a teen show like skins or whatever then then i'm gonna compare it to the thing right like for some reason like it no longer exists in just like the realm of anime yeah and so when i'm comparing it to the thing it's like you're you know we've had you know we've had like 40 50 years of uh like women in in specifically like movies and tv shows having sex as being something that they can have control in and is something that's like a very kind of uh empowering thing in their lives right like mm, right you know you go back to you know there's plenty of films in the 70s that kind of touch on that from right you know so it's like so it feels like it's like a dated message almost when i when i like when i see it like kind of you know, approach themes like that. It, it just, it, 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 uh, I don't know. Like it, I, I don't, I'm not like, uh, you're not like, wow, this isn't like new information. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you want you, I mean, it's like you exist with, with fucking uh, literally with fucking adults. <laughs> <laughs> you, you exist with other adults and it's like, you know, you realize how quickly, how many different, uh, I don't know sex there's everyone has such a complicated relationship to sex and stuff so it's like I don't know like it I was just uh and and like maybe if you're if your entire diet of media is just anime then yeah like I can I can see it being a being another good show a revelatory thing maybe or yeah another good show or whatever but it's I, I don't know yeah, it's funny you brought up Euphoria because it's like I feel like everyone's talking about Euphoria and oh my god, Euphoria and and it's kind of the same thing and it's I can't watch that either because it makes me uncomfortable, you know. Um, I don't I don't think Zendaya is a, a great actress. Zendaya. <laughs> I think um, okay, <laughs> but I so maybe maybe it wasn't so much like so maybe like okay anthropomorph anthropomorphized characters 
that was like already a step for me to get through. But then like all this kind of like edgy stuff, uh, like dealing with edgy themes, and it really goes there towards the end of the show with oh, like yeah. you know wh- we've talked about like evil characters doing e- like even more evil things to show how evil they are, and I'm evil. I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, or, you know, it just becomes this sort of like, there. so just to, you know, spoilers, Haru gets captured in the show and she's taken to this like den of this, literally, lion's den of these gangster lions and she's going to be eaten by like the big gang leader guy and he wants her to like strip in front of him and like bathe herself and it just becomes I just get uncomfortable because it's like okay I get it like you're a bad guy why do we have to like watch all of this happen you know why (laughs) like it just becomes excessive it becomes like excessive for the sake of excessive which I think was like another kind of issue I had with it was just you know um uh, there was also another point where Lagoshi gets like he also gets captured and he's like by the panda right he's like a prisoner and is like tied to the uh, right the sink or whatever yeah this panda ca- Lagoshi's like in the black market which is this this like area where carnivores can actually buy meat and like give in to their instincts and uh, Lagoshi panics and like passes out at the black market and this panda character <laughs> rescues him. And I use rescue lightly because uh, it becomes very like, welcome to my saw trap or something. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's he like. He gets all chained up. <laughs> you know, it, it try like, I, I think one of my issues with the show is it, it attempts to be sort of like this, you know, in in my view, kind of like this, this sort of allegory for relationships and and teenagehood and and that sort of thing but then it then it pulls in the sort of like ultra ridiculous kind of anime trope and like that unreality like the the stuff that really Mm. sort of it kind of like puts in your face like oh okay this is this is fiction remember like this is like an outrageous scenario this is totally you know this is more plot like this isn't actually i don't know insight or uh thought or critique or whatever it's it's just plot for the sake of plot of like the character getting kidnapped or you know later uh you know when when she gets uh when she gets kidnapped and is nearly raped basically yeah um you know so it's it's like you know and it doesn't it doesn't do anything is it's like it, it just sort of uses it as uh you know, oh, now now Lagoshi has to rescue her. Yeah. Which feels almost uh, like it runs kind of counter to her. To her whole thing. To her, her whole thing, vibe. which is like, you know. Yeah. Agency. And then shortly after that happens and she is rescued, she's like at this hotel with Legoshi and because they like can't get back to school in time or something. And they're like trying to have sex with each other and she her body gives into her prey uh (laughs) and i was like what what is happening she's like i can't help but try to put my arm in your mouth like i'm supposed to be eaten like these this is apparently my instincts is to to be to be attacked to be eaten to be killed and i'm like i don't know about all this I, um, yeah. it reminded me of, uh, Tokyo Ghoul a little bit. Like, I got the same feeling, like, watching, like, that torture scene at the, like, in in Tokyo Ghoul. Was it Tokyo Ghoul? Yeah, it was. Where it's just, like, it just goes on and on, and, and you're like, okay, I got it, I got it, we're, we got it, like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling like I'm gaining anything from, from watching this now, and. And um, it's just making more and more like, ah, yeah, that noise. <laughs> I just, it's such a strange thing when we're like watching something like weathering for you or these like fruits basket or these like, you know, complex stories that where characters have, 
have complex backstories. That's that was the other thing. I felt like every character had some dark past. Yeah, it uh, it it really sort of. I, th- I feel like when every character in a story has like some like insanely like dark past, it it sort of really lessens the impact every time, and it makes you sort of yeah kind of numb overall to everybody's like deal. Yeah, like. Uh, and I just kept feeling like the characters were like saying one thing and then like acting the opposite. Uh, I'm yeah. not thinking of anything in particular, like right off the bat, or like, um, what's his name, Louis? So like Louis's whole backstory, which gets revealed, is that he was in like he was like being um, he was like born into the the meat slave trade or something, and he was like given a number at a young age and he was just going to be like ripened up and then killed for meat on the black market when a some other deer came and bought him from his captors <laughs> and this like explains his like cold demeanor somehow uh, <laughs> but then you know, he's, like, doing all these things to, like, maintain his image to be the B-star. And then there's this, like, m- moment where I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Where he was like, I can't go save Haru, the girl that I'm sleeping with. Uh, because because the mayor is basically telling me that we can't cause a ruckus right now. And she's just, she's, like, collateral damage, basically. To keep this, like, gang relations with the city uh at bay and then he like ends up at the place and like shoots a lion in the mouth yeah it like goes full fucking psycho but like and like i I just don't understand like why he showed up so late like what he was doing there nobody saw him there what it and that's kind of it what does that gain for his character development you know now he's a killer now he's a murderer is it like does he have some sort of um, deep-seated feelings towards uh, carnivores because he was like, you know, basically enslaved by them to be meat? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I don't know. So he's this is like he's got this like rage come out, and even that scene, like where I know it was like part partly like I was like, okay, interesting, like him shooting the lion. But then, like, having it be this kind of gratuitous, uh, I want to see you bag thing, um, I was just like, is this really what this character is? <laughs> I just felt like everybody had some, like, dark twist to them. And just, like, raised the stakes in a way that just feels kind of... Uh, honestly, not needed. Unneeded, yeah. Totally no, not totally... unneeded. I, like, so if have you, beat him up. If, if you have removed, like... 95% of all of the like edgy uh, dialogue or edgy scenes in this. I think, I think it would, it would still pretty be, be a pretty good show. I think it would be a lot better for sure. Like I think <laughs> it I think it would have made like the sort of uh I don't know, like the interpersonal relationship stuff shine a little better and not feel uh not not feel like I don't know uh in your face just for the sake of it. Yeah. You know. There's so much of the show that it's like the animation is done so cleverly too, like to show sort of like the inner monologue versus like what's happening or like having the past and the present sort of intermesh. But then when it comes to these like kind of edgy scenes, like I just felt like they were done so bluntly, like all of the sort of, good animation that went towards everything else <laughs> yeah and and you know what the problem is is it's like they've got all these dark scenes right and then they like cut and it's like some like cutesy chicken story where the chicken's like really intensely making eggs for like Lugoshi's sandwich on Wednesdays the fuck or was, like yeah or like race like really like kind of cutesy animal stuff about like racing around and like I'm specifically thinking of the scene at the end where like the the uh, the 
the girl, what's her name? Like, um, I want to say Luna or something. Oh, Juno. Juno. Uh, where Juno's like chasing Haru down the hall and it's like almost like a comedy bit. And it's like right after. Yeah, like right after like a, you know. <laughs> it's just really jarring for me. It's like a, it's like a cool down scene in a way that, you know, you still have to have it match up tonally i think you can't just like shift from super serious she does this like cutesy chase thing and then and the animation's all like funny and then she like pins like haru against the wall and like sniffs her like and, and for like lego she's sent or whatever to like make sure they didn't have sex it's like really strange really strange yeah <laughs> I don't know, dude. Why'd you pick this? I picked it because it was like, I thought it was the furry anime. Because like, you know, it's like, oh, let's watch the furry anime. Like, let's get into it. And I kind of thought it would be fun. Like, I thought it it might be a little like strange, but I didn't think it was going to be so like intense, you know? Before we started recording, I I said, yeah, this needed needed more like kind of slapstick animal humor. Like... (laughs) Like the giraffe walking in a class. Oh no, I'm hitting the. Like I'm hitting bumps the top his of the head doorway. every time. Oh, I'm a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be kind of that, like dorky, <laughs> fun. The, the the bird being you like, know oh, animal humor. Time for lunch, and he like grabs a bunch of fish. Exactly. Yeah. Because there's, it's like, you know, like, what if all these animals weren't in school together? And, like, you know, that's a fun idea. <laughs> like, Yeah. I, I mean. I, I'd get behind that. Like, it, it feel, and just have it be, like, slice of life or something. It feels like it's sort of playing off of that expectation, I guess, of, of it just being kind of like a, a, a loose, just sort of like, oh, here's a bunch of animals in a room. <laughs> What's going to happen next? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I so I was kind of thinking it was going to be more like that, like, and and maybe there would be this love element, but but that would have been interesting alone. Like the idea that a wolf falls in love with like a rabbit is like, oh yeah, okay. I mean, I get it immediately because they're animals. Like you don't have to explain it to me that that's going to be a complicated relationship. Yeah. Um, I don't need like blood everywhere. <laughs> And animals being devoured and, and like some anteater selling his fingers on the black market, you know, for like one bites, like 70,000 yen or whatever. Right. Sorry. It's like, I give it credit for the world building because it was obviously really like thought out about how like this would work. in in reality but i didn't want reality and i wanted fun (laughs) i I just didn't want this show and i wanted zootopia no i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah is it so is the show a metaphor for uh for racism julie no 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 there's, there's pretty much nothing that no there is a key difference here, and that's that carnival. This is like a food thing, okay? This is like a, you know what? If it almost like implies that if it was a race metaphor, it would imply that like some race was like inherently like dangerous, or 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 not even. Well, I mean, but then you go like the flip side where it's like uh, a a race would be inherently like submissive exactly or like oh i'm a victim i have to because the, the whole point is like kill me the carnivores like build on uh like instinct like they're they're constantly like fighting this instinct and the instinct is to kill herbivores i'm always fighting my them. native american instincts to uh <laughs> kill kill the white man <laughs> yeah to scalp the white man stop <laughs> well it's it's like it's like that it's like yeah it's not a really good metaphor. It's not really like a really like interesting, like I wasn't thinking about that. The, maybe the only scene that I was thinking about was towards the end where, um, like Lego, she's like confessing his love to Haru. 
and it was it felt very West Side Story to me. Well, you know, like how could we be together? Like we're gonna face so many challenges. Like nobody's gonna understand. Like that's that's very West Side Story. Like tale as old as time. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, our families are, you know, divided. Like, that's interesting. That's fine. But it's because they're carnivores and herbivores. It's like, I, mm, I may, maybe I'm just taking it too literally. And it's like, the whole point is that, like, there are differences in the world. And, like, these these they find ways to coexist because of the differences in that case like sure but um but to say like the show is like genius for for doing that if you're interested in i don't know maybe i'm wrong if you're interested maybe i just talked myself out of Maybe it is about class and race. And I'm interested in a narrative about Native Americans uh, getting revenge. And you have a Shutter subscription. I highly recommend the film Clear Cut. Okay. That's uh, on it. I uh, watched it last week. Uh, one of the best things I've I've seen in a a long time. Yeah. Very very kind of low budget. Uh, not not a super long movie, but very. Uh, I don't know, very kind of in your face and 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 cool. Yeah. What was your feelings about this? Cuz I'm kind of uh, conflicted. Overall? No, no, just specifically about it being like some metaphor for like being sort of like an example of I feel like this almost ties back to the the I don't I won't call it an argument last week, but like the discussion we had sort of on like intermixing like messages with mm. narrative mm-hmm. and i i feel like uh i don't know like it, it uh the message in this is just so convoluted i'm sure there is there is probably like this this is media uh sort of attuned for message over you know just you know i'm gonna write a story where it's about high schoolers, but they're animals. Right. You know, like it's, yeah. it's like, it's, it's more so about, uh, the message here is, you know, you can overcome your instinct or whatever. So. Which I think is, uh, I don't know, kind of a weak message. Right. Exactly. It, uh, so we've been, we've been starting to sort of dabble with like, is it considered like a role playing game? Like yes, uh, Vampire it is. the Masquerade? Yeah. So like I've been trying to like build out my character for this kind of like it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but for vampires for those of you that don't know. But it's like so I've been like trying to make the character and thinking like what my motivations would be for doing things. And it, f- it felt very like seeing like Louis's backstory, it's very like Like this is the intention. Like this is why the character is the way it, it they are, and it almost felt like. What am I trying to say? Uh, it almost felt like contrived or something. Like yeah. Like we need to we need to explain every like. We need to like get 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 all the trauma out of the way, right? These are like the traumatic things that happened in this character's life that like change them forever yeah so like thinking of like making my character it's been very like connected to like you know how did i die and like you know what are my like relationships and revenge and yeah like what are my like core tenets of of why i'm gonna act the way i do and it's all surrounded by like the worst moments or Right, but it's also I'm I'm sure it's also maybe revealed. Uh, you know, I think I I think in this sort of role playing environment, you don't necessarily like want to fall back on like cliche either. Right. So you know to see, you know, granted, like when you're writing a you know narrative like this, you're sort of responsible for a bunch of characters and you know et cetera et cetera. But it's it really 
I feel like once you sort of, uh, I don't know, maybe this sounds like really pretentious or, or whatever, but like, you know, it, I think once you, when you enter like the creative space of sort of developing characters, you know, whether it's, you know, through writing or, or whatever, just like, you know, you're in your head for a little bit and you can, you know, you, you consume a lot of different media. You just sort of, it's like, you can kind of smell the cliche, right? You know, you can kind of smell like the contrived nature of, of certain story elements. And, and so, and, and it becomes, it becomes hard to kind of, you know, jump over that or whatever, like, mm. um, you know, there's certainly, there's some media where cliches welcomed, you know, I think in a lot of like the eighties horror stuff, it's like, yeah, you just want, you know, the jock, the nerd, the fucking, the good girl or whatever, you know, it's like, you want these. You, you, you want these stock characters, but then it's like, you know, when you have, I don't know, like when you have uh, a show that attempts to be sort of a, a, a portrayal of these relationships and stuff and your backstory is just like, uh, I don't know. Like shoehorned in. Yeah. Whenever but- you're like, it makes sense, like in the episodic nature of the show. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, it's sort of, uh, I don't know, it's hard to fully engage with it, I guess. So now I'm going to compare it to The Promised Neverland, which we've also seen. And The Promised Neverland did it a little bit better, whereas, like, oh, there's this, like, dark underbelly to this world. Like, these characters have sort of a dark past or dark secrets connected connected to them. And the way that they reveal it was, like, a lot worked a lot better for me as the viewer where I was, it was like timed at the right time and, and the characters acted accordingly, like according to what happened to them before. And it did the time jump thing in a, in a way that made sense. I think promise Neverland was so focused on sort of, uh, you know, like what are, what are the characters motivations? We need to get out of here. Right. And so they said, you know, everything kind of... Everything, very clear. Very clear, and everything in the story kind of centered around that. Whereas, you know, I, I don't know if... Uh, like, what is Lagoshi's motivations? Yeah. Uh, like, it, his motivations are behind his instincts. Like, and that's... Uh, like, where is the show going? It just seems like the show is trying to draw out as long as possible before they have sex you know yeah just it just feels a little meandering you know like i I, and you know i mean i like i like plenty of shows i guess that are movies that sort of meander around you know plot i think like richard linkladder is like really good at you know plots that aren't necessarily like a to b a to b or or like action related but you know he's also really good at uh dialogue and sort of creating characters and stuff and so right you know, characters that are interesting and that you want to watch or whatever. So, you know, it's, you got to kind of, you got to have that or whatever. I don't know. I, you know, and I get why people like it and, you know, I don't want to shit on, like, I feel like we, like, I go through this every time where it's like, if there's something (laughs) I, like, I really don't like, you know. You feel like you have to almost, like, apologize or something to to the fans. Well, I, I know that people, you know, every, Everything has like its fans, you know what I mean? Like there's this It's also like not bad. Just this was obviously not for me. Yeah, I, I would I would say the same thing. Like I don't think this is like a poorly made show. I just don't think it lines up necessarily like with what I'm into or sort of like I mean, you know, that I, I like I don't know how to phrase this exactly. There's stuff <laughs> I'm there's stuff I'm not into that I can still appreciate or I still like. You know what I mean? Like, like I, Twilight. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I do, I do kind of like Twilight. Like it's, right. it's uh, that's a different. That's something else. Well, yeah, that's like a different. I mean, yeah. In, in terms of like, let's say genuine enjoyment, <laughs> and not like some weird like irony. Yes. Rabbit hole. Oh. Pun intended. Uh, getting to the underbelly of the conversation. The underbelly of the conversation. The furry um, underbelly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like uh, I like rom coms. I like The Vow. Okay. I like Before Sun. 
Although that's like Link Ladder, so that doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're I like I like I like all that heaven allows. Okay. Or uh things that are not characteristic of what you should like. Yeah. As how you are. As Johnny As Johnny Hardcore, Johnny Johnny J- John. John, yeah. You contain multitudes. I do. I I I can see a, a a future where I would continue watching this because I'd like to see what happens. I'm sorry. I mean, it's it's <laughs> like um I I don't think the show was like boring or anything. Yes. And <laughs> it, and frankly, it, it grasped my attention for sure. I yes, I watched it. I will tell yeah, you right yeah. now that we watched this show because we had to. It was kind of hard not to. Hard, it was just hard like to look away. There, I mean, there are times where I was like, oh, this fucking show, or like, you know, I was like, God damn it. But Or I would be like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but we were engaged. It got it, us there. So, you know, hats off. And and whoever did that intro with the stop motion uh, animation. Kiss. Incredible. Maybe I think I enjoyed it better than the show. <laughs> Yes, I, we watched it every time. I feel like we kind of did. We yeah, kind of did. It was, it was, it was kind so of, good. It kind of encapsulated the whole experience. Why is stop motion animation just like so good? Yeah, I remember watching uh, Isle of Dogs and just being like, "Wow!" Yeah, another perfect example. If this whole show was in stop animation, I don't know. I'd probably still have issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. So what? I just really want to know what did you think tell me what you thought of b stars uh reach out to us at why do people like anime and let us know what if we're missing something uh i watched a, i watched a video right before this that was called uh it was b stars season one in eight minutes right and it was like the it was like the the least the most un one of the most unfunny videos i've seen in my <laughs> life <laughs> okay what? Why was it supposed to be funny? Yes. Okay. It, it was. It was very clearly supposed to be like comedy. Got it. And I've never seen anything less funny. Yeah. I just. I. I. Going back to the whole edgy thing again. It's like. I. I just find that like, it's the same reason why we stopped watching um, American Horror Story. And why I can't watch Euphoria or like Skins or any of this stuff is like, I there's so much other s- media and so much other shows that don't have that, and it's still good. You're too much of a wholesome, wholesome sweetheart. Well, not I, really though. I, you, you like some freaky not necessarily. Shit. Like <laughs> we watched um, we wa- what was it the. Joe Joe Bob Briggs just did a special for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, Frankenhooker! Yeah, we watched Frankenhooker. Like, and that rocked. I kind of enjoyed it. It, it was like trashy, but it was self-aware, interesting stuff. You know. I mean, you and, like a uh, you're a big fan of Mandy. Yeah, like you can be weird. You can get weird, but like no, you gotta you gotta kind of like know why you're doing it. Um, weird for the sake of weird is. Uh, has a very like short lifespan. Yeah, yeah, and that, I felt specifically with American Horror Story. Man, we watched something else that just got like really intense, really fast. That was kind of like in the same style. It was based off of um, those books. Uh, we only watched like three episodes of it, and then somebody like peeled their skin off and stab somebody with their stiletto uh you know what i'm talking about vaguely i I forget what it's called because i literally like blocked it out (laughs) because i was like nope i'm done with this their stiletto yeah stabbed somebody in in the you know where oh oh was it uh oh was the it was the cthulhu Cthulhu show. show yeah yeah we 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 like watched that episode we were like ugh. I was really hoping this was going to be interesting and fun, but it could. It was like all good. You can be dark, but the minute it like, maybe it's specifically like okay. Going back to our sex or violence discussion, maybe like sex or violence, but then sexual violence. That's that's you got to have a really good reason to show sexual violence in media, in my opinion, because it it gets really dark really fast. 
it was like i feel like uh lovecraft country like the first the first That's episode it. thank you first episode was like kind of amazing and it, it sort of incorporated like a lot of you know and, and you know what i would go so far as to say like that's not a show that like has like a message <laughs> i mean maybe it's that like racism is bad which is like Oof. you know maybe just okay. like a really simplistic message but i think like the it, i mean it was just like an issue where like it, it just it just seemed like it was kind of it would do shit that was like at odds with itself where like it was like oh actually it's okay to like rape a man <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's <laughs> like you can't say one thing and then show the other thing I, or it's like now i'm feeling weird about the characters i'm not supposed to be feeling weird about and is that the point like is is it like like evil on both sides doesn't it doesn't really um it, it just muddles the the story a little bit also i just feel like you can you can imply things in film without showing them. You can do it tastefully, and you know that it 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 sort of makes me feel like oh you don't trust me as the viewer to understand what's happening you know yeah um, and you think I'm dumb basically. <laughs> uh, he um here's the other problem I have is I have a very visual memory and so when i see like fucked up shit sometimes it sticks with me forever Hmm. like i can conjure the image of it you know yeah like very easily so like when when i'm watching these things and i see something that i didn't want to see it's like it it makes me really like have a kind of like a instant like i hate this (laughs) Yeah. You know. Um anyway. So that's our conversation about B Star. <laughs> Julie, why do people like B Stars? <laughs> so let's go back to the merits of the show. Beautiful animation, good music. Uh story is there and if if you can kind of like see past the flaws, it's actually kind of interesting. And you're definitely not going to be bored while watching it. Um, I found the sort of... I found that it didn't stray too much into, like, filler except for that one chicken episode, which felt really out of place, but... Very very tight narrative otherwise. Yeah, so, like, we've complained about before, like, things going on too long or just feeling like it's a drag to, like, get to the end. At least with this, like, it kept it moving. Uh, 12 episodes. What? <laughs> this is just, this is nothing, uh, this has nothing to do with Beastars. Do you remember the, the trial of Tim Heidecker? Where <laughs> oh my God. they play Empty Bottle and the judge is, like, looking up while they're playing the song and then they have to listen to it? <laughs> yeah, very that. I don't know why, I don't know why that <laughs> entered into my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was nothing like that in the show where you're like i mean the the chicken episode was like who is this chicken why do i care is she ever gonna come back and she like, doesn't and she doesn't um something like the last the final episodes like outro credits i like to imagine that this show was like 25 episodes and they were like we don't need all this and they were like well can we keep the chicken episode it's our favorite one you know like something like that yeah. I'm very curious about the manga and like how the manga sort of. Uh, I feel like I say that every time. When are we, we gonna? Watch. Yeah. When are we gonna like read a manga? We should. We really should. Yeah. Just to like get the sense of like the cro- like the crossover of the story and and how how the anime like changes things or adds or subtracts from. The manga story. I think the only uh, manga I watch, or <laughs> the only manga, my brain is <laughs> fucking fried. Fred. The only manga Friday. I read after watching the anime was Love Hina. Oh, really? And I feel like it was, uh, I didn't read the whole thing. I read. Uh, you dabbled. I dabbled. <laughs> and it was uh, miles in a way better. 
Yeah. So that's what I've kind of gathered, too, is, like, maybe the manga was good and they decided to adapt it into the anime. And now the anime is kind of, like, okay and and now it reached the wider audience, but... Maybe the anime is better than the but manga. Ma- but maybe the manga is still better, you know? Yeah. Are there any instances where you feel like the manga was okay and then the anime was, like, great? Because that seems like it would be very strange. Or, like, the manga was good and then the anime was great. Or do you find that it's mostly just, like, manga was great and then they made the anime and everyone's got issues with it and they should just read the manga? I think it's I've, like, <laughs> I've only heard that. I don't think I've, I've heard where, like, the... I mean, I'm sure I could, like, Google it and there's probably some Reddit discussion. Yeah. You know what? I think I will. <laughs> well, but in general, and and I feel like it's not just with manga. It's, like, with with any media with books right it's like the book is good the movie was was good or the book was great and i can't believe they cut out that bit that seemed really important to that character but i guess they needed the dragon scene you know what i mean (laughs) john why why do you think people like b stars Please Google on your own time. <laughs> someone someone said that they found the Ghost in the Shell film and standalone complex to be a lot better than the manga. Interesting. I'm sure I I, I believe it because the movie is like kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's furries. It's about high school. You're over There's it. There's sex. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I kind I don't know. Like I, yeah. It's it's. And I, I will re I will reiterate what I said at the early at the beginning of the episode. I think it's uh it's interesting sort of going into territory of uh high school narrative where you have people uh closer in proximity to, you know, things that happen to high schoolers, i.e. relationships and those dynamics and everything. It's just the there's so many so many things clashing together. Mm-hmm. that it becomes very kind of hard to uh I don't know what the word is to have like a real like uh there's like no cohesion amongst like a lot of different kind of moving parts. Yeah. Like sometimes it wants to be like this this sort of high school thing. Other times it wants to be like an action anime where the here <laughs> the the main character has to like rescue the Yeah. the damsel. It's a romance. Other times it's it an wants action. to it's throw a slice in. of life. Yeah, it's a drama, you know. It's it's very it just keeps it's just it's just kind of inconsistent for me. Yeah, and some people like you know the kind of random tonal genre mashup, genre mashup and stuff. And you know what, rats off to you. Speaking of rats, uh, have you given any thought to what your fursona would be? My fursona. Fine, we're finally getting to the question so that's on question everyone's minds. It's on everyone's mind. Ow, fuck. <laughs> John just like hit himself on accident. I'm like the. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Can I? All right. How about this? What, I'll say what your fursona is, and right. then you say what mine is. Okay. Okay. You, you, would be a. <laughs> you, John. I mean, you would be a bear. Yeah. Let's be honest. You'd be like a like a wallaby. Okay. Well, you would be a, you would be a, you would be, uh, there's not a lot of like dumb big animals. <laughs> an elephant. You would be an elephant. elephant. But elephants are smart. Everyone likes cute. elephants. Everyone uh, likes elephants. What, what would you be? I think you'd be like a like I always a, thought like I would be not a ferret, but um, an otter. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, you know what? I was, I was thinking about that shape. Kind of squiggly. Squiggly, squiggly long but guy. clever got little arms my mom would always call me an otter when we'd go swimming because i swam like an like an otter do you know what an otter is in isn't the, like uh, hermione's uh what you call it an otter Patronus. <laughs> yeah is it am i just imagining that that's pretty Somebody, funny somebody's is an otter i just can't remember what's ron's maybe you would be a dragon no dragons in this show yeah no mythical creatures i'd be like a like a Wendigo. You maybe like a big a big lizard, Komodo dragon. Maybe you could be uh 
And then I'd be a... Uh, Little lizard? Small, like a gecko. I like the... We both like the height difference between... Yeah, if you were ever curious about what John and I's uh, height difference is, you can watch the show, and then you'd know. <laughs> yeah. That's about right, yeah. <laughs> Tall and small. All right, I'm done. I am too. Thanks uh, so much for listening. Thanks for rocking with us. If you enjoyed this uh, journey through... Space and time. Space and time. Please consider <laughs> dropping us a five-star review on iTunes and giving us a five-star yes. rating. Five-star rating on spotify give give your friends a five high five yeah tell your friends we're proud of them for all the work that they're doing about the podcast as well yeah and that go to our instagram uh hit the search bar that's the magnifying glass go search and then type in at you don't have to but you can type at you go to the account section account section that's going to drop down drop down you're going to type in why do people like anime and uh, guaranteed you're going to find us that way. <laughs> no one else is taking that ad. What? No one else is taking that ad. Uh, uh, you might us. you might only have to type, why do people? And it might show up. Sometimes when I tell people what the podcast is called, they think I'm saying white people like anime. Oh, no. Which would be a horrible podcast. You just need to work, work on your diction. Why do... If you have any new ideas for the name of our podcast so that John can say it better. <laughs> say I, I, think I, I think I can. I think I am. Uh, no, you, you have it when you're not so sleepy. I'm eloquent enough. You can. You, you always. You got good phone voice. Hello. <laughs> yeah. You love calling me on the phone. Yeah. I call you every day. Um, yeah. Then email us. Why do people like anime at gmail.com? I don't let know. Us, let us know what to watch next. Did you like Beastars? I, I need feedback on this one. Okay. This we, isn't, this isn't just like the normal outro. I need feedback. We, we want to talk to a Beastars fan. Yeah. I need to, I need to know. We'll I feel like you. I'm missing something because everything online said it's so, so, so good. And I want to know. I really want to know. We'll, we'll, we'll do addition two of the, the soapbox feature. And should we watch more? Does it get better in season two? That we never really followed up on. Eh. Eh. Not for us. We learned that we're the best when it's just us. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Just me and you, babe, riding down the the road of life together. Uh, Next week. More anime. Talk at you later. Hey. Good night. Good night. (laughs)